that's another one of those episodes. That's just the same episode <clears throat> as before. I'm losing my voice now. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. What a bad intro. Maybe I just got done crying again. My, my uh, feminine tears. Um, same old story as before. Uh, Hanks and Peterson, Utah Metalworks, Ogden Auto Towing, Officer Pregman, Salt Lake City PD. That's a civil matter. This just in. I think we're about to get the freak out that we've been waiting for all day. Well, I've been anticipating these kids to freak out, and they haven't done it. Well, they, there's been little... There's been a few episodes. I was like, okay, let's keep track of the time, and let's just be patient. And we're, we're coming up to that magical time. It's almost bedtime. It's time to go inside. So you stop screaming outside. Let's see what happens here, guys. I think it's going to be pretty explosive. I think we're going to get a wild one tonight. We're going to get that competition with the little one and the other little one. And they're going to start doing the screaming thing. And they're going to try and out-scream each other. But the littlest one, it will, like... It's like, it's like a weapon, dude. It will sever your brainstem. It's weird. The frequency, it's so, it's a, it's microwave. Just like Governor Ventura was saying, it's microwaves. That's microwaves. That's what they do. That's what these kids do. They specialize in microwaves with their freaking screams. Now let's listen in. No, I'm pretty sure they're going to bed here pretty soon, so. It's, this is usually right around the time when things just start to fall apart. I thought, and I thought they were. So I was like, yeah, start it, let's do a thing. Let's do another episode, why not? I've just been lamenting, just wandering around here all day, packing stuff up a little bit and having a headache and, you know, same old stuff. I can't wait for those kids to go inside, though. It'll be such a joyous occasion. I probably should have sold my good computer uh, today, but I didn't. I'll, I'll have to sell it this weekend, though. I mean, it's it's. Yeah, I better get out of here. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And there's no way I'm breaking this desk down. It's way too heavy. I'm, I'm not a man, so I can't do it. I'm not a real man yet, but someday I'll get a full-time job. Hopefully I don't get fired, though. Fired for freaking stalking. Yes. Yes. Let the games begin. Okay, we're gonna do a separate... Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this one's gonna be chopped up a little bit. I am actually gonna put some production... production value into it. Um... What was I talking about, though? These kids freaking out, right? Um, what else? Oh yeah, just this weekend and stuff, and I can't believe the desk is too heavy, I'm too weak. Um, that's right, I don't have enough testosterone. Well, I don't. I mean, I can't even grow facial hair, really. Well, I can grow a mustache and a goatee, kind of. But I can't grow a beard. Mm-mm. I can't. I just can't. I don't have it. I, I have to get a full-time job first. I need to get a real job first. Then I can be a real man. 
At least that's what attorney uh, Robert W. Peterson told me in, in, in court. Yeah. So I have to, I have to respect the words of a lawyer because they're true. It was in the court of law. There's a respect and a reverence that belongs in a court of law. Like getting fired for freaking stalking. I'm always hiding in bushes and branches. If they said that, I'm always hiding around freaking trying to just creep up on people. I can't help it. I'm a creep. No, I, I mainly just stay indoors. Well, today wasn't very exciting. Today was not the best day for me. It just has me in a mood. It's got me down, I guess. It, well, down a lot. What's weird is I was studying phases, um, moon phases and all that stuff. And I started it back in January, really kind of curious, because I was like, I act a little bit different on the full moon. I was like, I'm pretty sure other people do too. And it's not just made up or whatever. It's not like there's something to it. There has to be. I'm not going to try and prove it. I'm not going to say what it is, but it seems like there's something different when, when there's a full moon. So I was studying the different cycles and phases and stuff, and I was like, I, I need to watch out for August. I need to be careful around August, I think. And I started going back, and I was looking, and I was like, it seems like there's a, there's a, a moon phase in the summertime that just really messes me up. Or I, maybe it's not a moon phase, but it's some sort of cosmic thing. I, I don't know what, it, what you could say it is, though. But historically, I, I've had these like major changes in my life around August. And I was not even, this was way before April, back in like January and stuff. And yeah, that. Here we are in August, and it's like, damn, I gotta leave the desk behind, huh? My old friend. My workstation, yeah, I gotta... I, I can't carry it down, and I, I can't put it in the car. Where am I gonna put it? I don't have a place to live, so it's like, yeah, I just stash it somewhere. It's too big. It's, it's unfortunate, yeah, it's sad. It's, yeah, it has me down, man, it has me down. Because just kind of going over the inventory of, of things and... Um, starting a year ago, well, kind of going over an inventory of the past two years, right? And the pandemic, and um, even two years ago in August, just freaking out, don't know what I'm doing, and things change, you know? Things, uh, major life changes. And then years prior to that, there was another big change in my life in August, and I was, I was trying to study it, and I, I think I was finding a lot of similarities, but you know, it could be coincidence, coincidences too, but it, it was interesting. And it lasted for a little bit, and then after that I was like, okay, well, you know, I've got other stuff to worry about. Like rent, so let's sell some stuff on eBay. Like April, right around then. Yeah, so sell stuff on eBay. Oh yeah, that's what I was doing too, earlier today. Well, there's another segment, I don't know if I'll publish it or not, probably not, no. Um, earlier today I did a segment, but it was all out by the traffic and it was all loud. And I think I was even skating for a second there, but 
Yeah, I'll publish it on similar B-side, similar time. Um, it, it was entertaining, though. I think it was entertaining. But I was studying just some basic stuff on, on eBay and sort of the history of some other stuff, some other things, other topics. And I started to recognize a pattern there, too, and with leadership at eBay and then the previous positions that that leadership, those leadership people, the leadership had prior to eBay. It's interesting what the similarities there. It's almost like, it's almost like it's planned. It's by design. Because one of my initial theories was they're going to, this is what, June 3rd? I think I published an episode on June 3rd where the theory was kind of like it, they just want it to be infiltrated and scams and, and free returns and all this other stuff that against the sellers and causes turmoil and people get free money pretty much and the free product and other people get ripped off like it, it's such a, a headache for a lot of people but it's almost like they're doing it on purpose to, to sabotage the company and I did mention last night that it does seem like there's some sort of I think I said it, in, internal sabotage, not to be confused with internal saboteur, internal saboteur. But I noticed something in regard to timeframes and leadership, the amount of time that they serve for a company or work for a company before it is dissolved. Is it corporate divest? I don't know, something like that. Um, I went down this rabbit hole, but I was really kind of putting a couple, <laughs> connecting the dots a little bit more with some leadership at, at eBay, and there's similarities there, man. It, it's, I've been saying they're gonna go belly up here, and I've been saying there's no way that leadership doesn't know about it. And then when you look at some of the leadership there. They have a track record in a couple of years, and then, you know, well, it's typically within a range of about five years, yeah. And so if you don't want to take the blame for it as, whoops, if you don't want to take the blame for it as leadership, um, because, yeah, because you don't want to be accountable for, the, for its failure, then why not just invite a bunch of scammers right on in and have them ruin it for everybody else and just ruin it? I'd say, hey, it's just a theory, it's a possibility. I mean, given the eBay culture too, it's not very hard for them to... Well, anyway, I was looking at that earlier and I started talking about that earlier in the other segment and then it got loud and there's sirens and stuff. Sirens weren't for me, though. All I know... Oh, is this the helicopter? I think I hear a helicopter. My SD, yeah, get the SU DuPont liner. Here's to a job well done, Senator. May I light that cigar for you? Of course, Blaine, you get a raise. All right. Off to the Dominican Republic, sir. No, but that kid's been out there all day. They've had too many kids. That's a, yeah, I've gone in length about it. But they've got, they have too many, and so they have to get them outside and 
I, I've been kind of fearing the helicopter because the loud noises agitates him. It gets him all riled. I mean, he's already pretty riled up, but like, just one little thing, a little spark there, and you got yourself a res recipe for disaster. No, man, it's... It's almost like I'm, I'm just gonna probably just run away. I'm just, I... I can't stay here, and I'm not gonna do that emergency bullshit that I... Yeah, and it's not gonna... I just have a feeling about it. it It's, um, it, it seems like something that will come back to haunt me. And so that's it. I just don't want to even, I already regret going through the process of all the paperwork um, back in June or whenever the hell that was. I specifically told, I was like, this is giving me a headache. I can't fill out these forms anymore. <laughs> like, this doesn't. Oh no, this is the last one, I promise the last, this is the last one, just sign here. It's like you're a homeless tracking release form or something. Okay, whatever, yeah. I'll just submit the application and... Okay, this, this might be it. I'm starting the second segment, it's perfect timing. We missed it on the, we missed it on the commercial, but, uh, I might get lucky here with some screams here. Let's listen in. Let's listen in and find out. I actually have the microphone stand, it's like, right, yeah. It's, I strategically put, I could feel it. Cause I'm all sad and melancholy today. And if I'm all down and on edge, then I know that freaking kid is gonna be like losing out of his gourd. But lately they've been kind of, well, I don't know if that's fair to say, but anyway. Well, they've, they've been letting him really kind of scream it out but at the same time, they're still, no, they don't really have it harnessed during the rent. No, they don't. They just let them scream it out. I know. Um, you, you probably already saw the um, title of this episode. Entitled. I went to the Cradle of Filth at the Marquee Theater in Tempe, Arizona. Cradle of Filth. And he'd always say, Danny Filth would always say, This next song is entitled A Gothic Romance. Dude, he played, well, they played Gothic Romance Beneath the Howling Stars. Devoid of all breath in the air, even death failed to compare. The taint of a splendor. It's poetry. Cradle of Filth is poetry, man. It's not for everyone, but if you read it like that, yeah, it kind of is. Sometimes it's a little graphic, but I still think it's pretty good. Um, he, can, he has a range beneath the howling stars. He can really hit it. But I was thinking of some other lyrics, uh, different lyrics tonight, and the title of this podcast, this, this episode. If man is five, then the devil is six. And if the devil is six, then God is seven. Monkey's gone to heaven. I'm not going to tell you who sings it. I'm not going to give you any more hints. You have to go look it up on your own. If you're really, if you're that curious, if you're that intrigued by it, but I don't think that you are. Can you guys freaking believe how quiet it is? Let's get, get out of this chair for a second. No, I need some beer is what I need. And I was expecting to, yeah, messed up. 
And yeah, it does come back on me, so whatever. It's my fault. I wasn't on top of things. And Futures are at 41.63. It is 9.52 p.m. market time. The futures for the S&P 500 September contracts for your Thursday, August 4th. 41.63, up 11 points. Hey. That wasn't a scream, was it? Dino dropping? Dropping. I was also going to do a NPR bit, and I totally forgot about it, so we're about, what, almost halfway through the second segment? I can get into it. His demeanor had immediately changed. As soon as peace and quiet had swept over the courtyard, it's almost as if he became a different person. He had a certain sparkle in his eyes that wasn't there just minutes prior. It's almost like when that kid went inside, he came alive. I hardly recognized his studio from the trash dump it was before when I was here. He had vacuumed pretty consistently, very recently, quite regularly. Was Bling coming back or was he going somewhere? I couldn't tell. Nobody knew for sure. The only thing that we knew for certain was that those freaking screams stopped. And Blink could hear himself think for once out of this entire day. He grabbed a black rectangular looking thing and he showed it to me. And he said, hey, NPR street correspondent, you know what this thing is? I told him I didn't know what it was. This is not an SD DuPont lighter, this is a Zycar lighter. The butane reservoir in this lighter is larger than my SD DuPont lighter. Bling was talking about lighters. He wasn't making sense again. The only problem that I have with the Zycar lighter compared to my SC DuPont lighter is my SC DuPont lighter will light every single time. The Zycar lighter is unreliable and it's actually kind of cheap feeling. Well, it is cheap feeling and the click thing is so loud. Yeah, the piezo thing is in there. It's like the clicker thing. But I, when I was taking it apart to make sure it lights every time, like my SC DuPont lighter, I had to... Well, I had to use my skills and stuff to... I'm good with my hands. I work with my hands. He was looking at me the entire time he said it. I knew he worked with his hands. He was a certified optician with a certification valid through 2023. But was he telling the truth? That we didn't know. Meanwhile, what was he getting at anyway? Had he fixed his Zycar lighter to perform like his SD DuPont lighter? So now he has a larger reservoir and the same reliability as an SD DuPont lighter without the quality? I asked him those questions before he could explain them. And he said, man, NPR street correspondent, it's like you read my mind, check this out. That's a Zycar lighter. Do you notice that loud clicky sound? I don't like it, that's, a, that's low quality. But I get it to light every single time, and I got a larger reservoir in there too now. So, it looked like his story was going nowhere. And it looked like he wanted it. Uh oh, just then there was a sound outside, a bang. It's almost as if he wanted to change topics, but he didn't know how. It's a good thing we heard that noise. What was it out there in the stairwell? Was it the police with the eviction? Are we getting kicked out now? I could only hope he would refrain from going on a tirade. 
about getting fired from that job last May. What was that banging? The silence of the August summer night, aside from the banging, had swept over the courtyard. And then there was silence again. Don't worry, we'll get the NPR guy back. We will. The street cor correspondent will come back. It's a pretty good bit, I think. It works. It's a highbrow. It, it's for the out-of-touch generation that they don't need to... They, they listen to NPR, and so it's for the liberals. It's for the left-wing liberal nuts. I have to do the NPR thing. It's in the contract. No, I'll do it again. Don't worry. It's hard to do, though, because it's just boring as hell. No, I don't want to sound morbid or anything, but earlier today I was kind of thinking, what, what's the point here? I think that pretty often, but today, with all the screaming and just this place, all my belongings are gone and sold and like for pennies on the dollar, worth a lot more and I'm just desperate for the money, so yeah, it's whatever. I can't fit it in my car, so... It's like my entire life, we get here, and then it, it fails. It, it's no good. And right before that, it was success like no other. And I mean, I'm over here, like, giving serious consideration to just, all right, that's it. We're gone. We're off to... San Jose, California. When we get there, nobody knows. How we get there, nobody knows. But we'll start headed that, heading that direction, I guess, you know? And I'm thinking about it, like really thinking about it. Not... I mean, it's not, I'm not threatening anyone, so it's not like it's empty, but it's like, um... And just giving con real consideration to like, okay, let's sell the computer tomorrow and so whatever else you can, and head out, let's go. I don't know what that noise is all about, though. Just all sorts of noises in my head. Thought we had... For a short time, he had found peace, but then the banging and that other weird trumpet wall sound was coming through the wall. And then the sirens came. All we needed was a helicopter to fly over, and the kid started screaming, and Sure enough, I would see Blaine go back into that instant depression in which he had just emerged from moments earlier in the peace and quiet that had swept across the courtyard that hot August summer night. Anyway, that song that is... I told you he'd come back, so yeah, just right the, before the end of that segment. The song is by, it's an excellent band, and that song, I guess, I'll probably listen to it on repeat, but I wanted to give you guys a heads up. A forewarning. Mm -hmm. A fortuitous forewarning. The end is nigh. The end is very nigh. No, I was going to do a comment and critique on a song that I really like. That reminds me of the summertime. I always listen to it in the summertime. And I've already kind of, I've already kind of got it produced. It's just kind of sitting there, and I didn't know when I wanted to 
to do it. I was actually going to do it tonight, but I'm just, I can't uh, get, get into the, the right mindset to talk about that song because I'd probably end up start crying and tangent or get really mad. It's just this conflict, you know, it's an internal conflict. It's like man versus self. But I'm not a real man. And that's the pro that, that is the conflict right there. It's like, well, how could it be man versus self if I'm not even a real man? I mean, I can't even be a man here. I tried to, though. I mean, I've been trying. I had it. I thought I had it, though. I'll never grow a beard. I'll never have the genetics or testosterone to grow a beard. Well, is that fair to say, though? Because some people don't really have facial hair. American Indians, for one. Native Americans. FBI. Full-blooded Indians. I freaking thought we landed in India. No, this is, you know, this is the United States here. You guys, India is that way. No, those are not Indians. Those are Native Americans. You can call them, you can call them Indians if you want to, but... You know, the joke's on you, because this is not India. Nope, that's, that's, you guys went the wrong direction there. And that's how it was in Plymouth Rock in 1492. And here we are now in 2022, you know, like 600 years later. Blows your mind, you know? Or 500 years later, however long. 600 years, 500 years, does it really matter? What were we doing here on this planet anyway? Oh yeah, trying to be a man. I could, do you think he chuckled? Let's just pretend he, he listened to it and everyone in the office is like laughing along. And then when I said, yeah, and a guy who doesn't even have legal experience, just beating him, lighting him up in the courtroom, bring him in, bring your client in, you get her crying and drag her in and look like an idiot and she looks like an idiot. Everyone in the office is like laughing and Rob W. Peterson's just sitting there at his desk like, you know, with a fake smile, like trying to laugh along. His face is turning red. I'll make sure he never gets a job in his city or state ever get a criminal record and felony on his record and ruin his life and make sure he never talks about objection. I'm bringing it, bringing it on home in the third segment. I don't think I really... I wasn't really able to expand on the idea of, like, well, if you guys can just lie and make shit up, then so can I. Except do it more creative and whatever, so I didn't really expand on that, did I? Well, I did mention like prestige and stuff and how it's not, it's, it's not true. They all go straight to hell, one-way ticket. You know, if I can beat them, shit. It's gotta sting a little bit. It has to sting a lot, actually. Especially when everyone's laughing at him. He made another episode, Rob, about you, huh? He's talking about you again. He must have really messed up his life pretty good then, huh? He, didn't, he never told us you were representing polygamists. <laughs> shit, man. But what I meant by that, like, a more creative way or a bigger platform, it's, it's like, they don't have any respect for the court of law. So, like, but everyone else expects them, or like, but they try, that's a facade. It's a lawyer facade. If they're gonna lie and make shit up, that's not true, and like, 
ardently and, and passionately argue for it to be in place, that it's something that's not true, then they're not really having that respect and reverence that belongs in a courtroom. They're kind of mocking their profession. They're mocking them who they are and what they do, their careers. They're, their very being is a farce. And that being said, I mean, this isn't Johnny Depp, Amber Heard here. There's not a huge audience. However, or in the courtroom, there's not for them. However, if you have a podcast host named Bling Vieira of the Bling Vieira podcast, yeah, you go ahead and do it. You go, yeah, make a podcast. You can. I, I, didn't, I think I put, yeah, I'm putting the commercial in early on this one. You guys already heard it, but you can anchor and download the anchor. But really, when things happened with eBay, and I saw my listenership, it's steadily increased since I started like consistently talking about it, um, aggressively talking about it, shamelessly talking about it over and over. There's people that can relate to it. There's people that think it's the goofiest podcast, and it is. I mean, it can be a lot of fun. It can be. Depressing shit though too. Yeah, it can it can be depressing shit though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's a lot of work. Um, but when that happened with eBay, I was like, dude, I, I don't care. Like, I'll do a blog, I'll whatever, whatever I can do. I'll get on Twitter, I'll get on Reddit. Only to find out Reddit is like infiltrated by them. The eBay Reddit, the unofficial eBay Reddit, yeah, it's like, you know, it's pretty sure everyone on that page. I can't respond to anything. I got banned for whatever. I don't know. So, yeah. Just basically, the official eBay Reddit. I had no idea, though. No idea. That it went that deep, that it went that far. And that was back in, what, April? And just all the... Everything that's happened since then. And steadily, more and more people are listening. I'm starting to find a rhythm after a while and after taking it seriously. Because really, this was just a fun thing to do. Talk about trading, brag about it. Still have fun and goof around, but maybe talk about serious issues too, here and there. But overall, not monetized podcast about trading. That was... That was it. Like, up until... April 6th and 7th, expecting a payout on April 11th, never came. Demanded April 16th, suspended permanently after demanding it. And I remember that morning too, that Sunday morning. It was like in between April 16th and 17th. And 20 years, 20 years of being on eBay. Using eBay, relying on it. Not relying on it like, um, well, here and there, but... Yeah, just 20 years and stabbed in the back. And like I, I mentioned in the last episode, like, yeah, you'll, you'll be able to get away with that with a lot of people, I'm sure. But not with me. That's not okay. I'm not okay with that. I'll make sure that people know I'm not okay with that. And then I saw the listenership grow since April um, a lot. And it's cool. It's inspiring. It's really cool. 
I've also seen the drop off a couple times after a few episodes. And thinking, okay, well, we got a little bit too comfortable making these podcasts. Well, but then I did the dystopian present thing with Ogden Otto towing over uh, Father's Day. And I also had that Father's Day episode that I thought was... Well, it started off pretty good up until I started talking about what iguanas and stuff. Iguanas an endangered species, um, California condors, uh, San Diego Zoo. Um, Whistling Diesel. Whistling Diesel, I, I, I had to mention something about his situation with um, the ex-sheriff of... Was it White County? Uh, what a mess over there, too. And I, I'd see his little spikes and, and listenership, and I was like, so this does actually have a reach, and with eBay and everything else, too, along the way. Um, it was cool, and that's when I was like, okay, well, I've got some stories for you guys, you know. Check this out. About polygamy and then stalking charges and being a man and getting fired not being a man because I wasn't a man. And I guess my point in all of this is, yeah, you might have the courtroom and you might have the uh, experience to keep talking endlessly and talking over people and not allowing them to talk and just talking in a way, Hail Mary, out of desperation, you're just talking and talking to really keep something in place that ruined a future here a, a year ago. And I went through just, I guess keep trying, keep trudging along through the mud and try and call it home. And then April 6th and 7th, eBay. And then Ogden Auto Towing. And then Utah Metalworks. I-A-A-I. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I can actually relate my customer experience here the truth though and have fun with it too but like really the truth of what really happened and how it went down and how people crossed the line and got away with it so it's like yeah your courtroom is great and all i can still beat you there but check this out name and names how it really happened customer experience hey are you looking for a an aggressive attorney. Yeah, that's a hundred people. That's two hundred years. In theory, it's two hundred years ish. Approximately two hundred years. And sure, it's around the world. But if a couple of those ears are stumbled across the podcast because they they were looking for an attorney, they're like, "Oh shit, not that guy." We want to we want to keep our our belongings, our relationship at least a little bit amicable. We don't want to lock anyone out of the garage and then get you're protecting a polygamist, the polygamist tactics. We're in Utah, after all. Yeah, you're representing a polygamist and you're doing the polygamist tactics. And you know it. But you think no one's going to find out about it. You think no one's going to hear about it. And sure, maybe they were. Just a couple in Utah, too. But hey, you cost me my job. So let's go. And that's how I started looking at it. Just recently. Because, I mean, really, it's... I'm packing shit up here. It's going to be go time. It is go time, pretty much. This weekend, I'm pretty sure. And I'm contemplating just 
leaving. No, anything. They can, yeah, they can try and contact me. They can't pay my phone bill, so good luck with that. I don't have a house or a home, so mailing me stuff's not gonna work. Sure, yeah, you can try and find me. I'll probably be somewhere between here and San Jose first. But I went over those uh, human needs that you can appeal to, human desires, and the need to aggress. I have to do something, and I have to say something. And along the way, I'm going to be researching and doing analysis of the company or doing or whatever along the way, finding out who, who the leadership is, finding out their background, their history, putting the pieces together there. It was called, what? Fourth in Town. And it was a, uh, just a, a company, a sister company of Gap, you say? And it accepted returns through December 31st, 2007, after it had closed its doors in June, was it? So six months of returns to Old Navy, okay. Hmm. Fourth and Town could do all the returns to all of their inventory and merchandise to Gap and Old Navy and whatever, Banana Republic, through December 31st, 2007. And how long was Fourth and Town a sister company of Gap Four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so what happened with the pushback with the disabled discounts for Disneyland again? You don't say. You're trying to get rid of the discounts for the disabled to may or may not go on rides at Disneyland if, depending on their disability. For profits? Okay. All right. That sounds pretty cold-hearted to me, so... I wouldn't be surprised if um, the same type of person would, <clears throat> excuse me, the same type of person in a similar position of authority and leadership wouldn't think twice about taking money from honest individual sellers on a company like eBay, especially if it's going down. A lot of people just on Reddit talking about the return policy. Yeah, just request the return. They have to send it back. It's like, are they really or what? Sounds like guys are really pushing those returns though. Fourth and fourth and town, right? Town and country, fourth and town. What happened at Kenner again? Kenner Toys? Why didn't you stay there? Well, yeah, and I also read something about how Disneyland attendance was going down. So all that cost cutting, like, um, Customer service training? Yeah, you did away with the customer service training at Disneyland for whatever, and uh, for, for profits, right? So less people started coming to the park, start charging them more. I guess it worked, right? Yeah, I guess so. But you're not still there, right? I don't know. Some people in a courtroom might think that's intriguing information. I mean, I... I can hold my own in a courtroom. I know this. I know this. I have experience now. Plus, I'm a certified optician. I'm an American board certified optician. American Board of Opticianry certification. 
Yeah, I can I can handle myself in a courtroom. Thank you very much. Are you guys picking up what I'm putting down here? How did the serial podcast? How did how did that person do it? I never listened to it. How did that be? It's because it's like true crime or true drama or real life crime drama. Well, hey, check it out. I did some research and yeah, everything I just said. Look into it. You guys can all be your podcast sleuths, sloths. Go be podcast sloths, internet sloths. You know, the three-toed sloth is, has rather a fungus that lives on it that doesn't really exist anywhere else besides that sloth, the slowest moving animal. How is it possible the slowest moving animal is still around too? Like the slowest moving, slower than a turtle. And it's a big, bigger animal with a goofy looking face, man. I love sloths. Maybe it's cause, because they're so slow. And I never, you know, I don't think of things like that. I don't think of it from, from outside of the box sometimes when I need to, when I need to. Well, I mean, if I'm gonna tell everyone to practice feints and boxing techniques and to punch back twice as hard, make it hurt. Make it hurt, man. Get some confidence in there. Throw some punches with confidence. And it can make all the difference. Yeah, so that's why I decided. I was like, yeah, go ahead on. I'll push, I'll push the envelope as close, as far as I can. I mentioned it. Larry Flint. Go back and listen. It's there. Larry Flint. All opinion. Right there in the left corner, it says all opinion. Even though it's a... I cut off a word, so it says all opinion. I'm creative sometimes. I get, you know, I do think out of the box sometimes. I crush on Sharon Stone, even. First time I met her in Salt Lake City, that fake story. That really did happen. Play on words. Ask Lana if she'll accept this rose. Who's Lana? Lana Del Rey? Yeah, and I got her mixed up with uh, Marina and Diamonds. Too. That was embarrassing. That was what not to do. <laughs> Messed that up. I got some, some hot water there. Demon for president, 24. I still, I still believe. Although, there's a lot less hope these days. <laughs> I've got other things on my mind lately, like survival. But why not give some recognition when it's where it's due and, and why I'm here, how I got here in this gutter to begin with? doing what everyone told me to do, following everyone else's instructions. And somehow, uh, com completing that, doing that, doing those things. And whoopsie, eBay stole some money, good luck. Whoopsie, a year before that, we got a fake stocking charge against you here at Hanks and Peterson. And I got it dismissed, but it still doesn't matter, I still got fired. Start trying to start a career, so that eh, it doesn't matter if it's no, it doesn't matter. He he'll 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 work through it. He'll work through it. No, Bling will, Bling will work through it. He'll he'll get himself back on his feet, and then someone will come by and just like kick him back down. So yeah, that's like an annual thing I've been doing, experimenting with, starting over from scratch again. 
again, hundredth time. That's, that's I get. I think it's fun for me. It's so much fun for me, losing everything, all my belongings. You know, my desk, my workstation. I'm gonna miss you, old friend. Now, I know that there are other people out there who don't have a voice. Or they have a voice, they just don't care anymore. They don't want to speak up at Utah Metalworks when all their cans get jacked. So I'm going to do it. Yeah, undercover boss style, going all dressed up as a bum. Here's some, here's some cans, sir. Get out of here, you bum. Give us your cans. Get out of here, you bum. I'm an expert photographer and an expert reviewer on Google Maps. I'm like just a few points away, points shy of a level six, but yeah, expert photographer. One of my photos alone in less than what, two weeks? Uh, I don't know, 170,000 views. I'm a certified optician, I'm telling you. Through 2023, yeah. But it's like, yeah, you guys are so used to steamrolling over the week and, and preying on the week and taking advantage of people that don't have money and just being bad human beings all, all around and getting away with it and, and keeping people down and getting some weird joy out of it. Some sick, like what, masochistic, what, sadistic, it's sadistic, it, yeah. Some twisted sadistic glee from it. Oh, until everyone's laughing about that time he lit you up in the courtroom, huh? Isn't that funny? He didn't have any legal experience. He still beat your ass up, huh? His face is just all red. <laughs> that fake smile. Well, somebody has to do it. I guess that's going to be me. So, yeah, that's what, yeah. That's, what's... that's the agenda here. Fun stuff, right? You know, I appreciate all of it and I appreciate the encouragement and stuff um, but just yesterday with uh, getting dinner with my stepdad getting Indian food it was really good Indian food had a mango lassi too it was really good oh the picture I took of that place I think it has 10,000 views already oh, it's only been a day so yeah give it some time I'll get up 170,000 well, to become a master photographer you have to have a million views so, I guess I'm about a quarter of the way there, yeah. When did I start? A couple weeks ago. Now everyone has pictures of food, and my plates were empty. I was like, here's a picture of what I, yeah, I ate it. It's gone. Because it was that good. Good Indian food, man. But I figure, why not? Yeah, let's push the limits here. Let's see what I can get away with. Let's see how far I can take it. If I land flat, like I told the nerd earlier, I've already failed. Nerd, I've already failed. A zero-sum game. That's right. And I called it what? You called it a kamikaze. I did. I did refer to it as a kamikaze. And revenge. Giving me my will to live again. Sure, I might embarrass myself. A lot. <laughs> Who cares? Nobody cares right now. Oh no, I look stupid in front of all those people that didn't care about me to begin with. Oh no, I sounded dumb on my podcast because all these people weren't listening anyway.
Well, at least the truth is out there. So if they ever do choose to listen, they'll know which attorneys to avoid and which places to not go to recycle cans and definitely don't call Ogden auto towing, shit. They're not coming to the rescue. It's false advertising on their website. The giant fire truck on top of our big tow truck. It's a commercial towing business. We don't do junk cars. Ogden police don't ask them for help because that's a civil matter over here in Ogden. We do things a little different here than they do in Salt Lake, okay? You ask Salt Lake police for help? No, that's a civil matter. I'm Officer Pregman and I'm an idiot. I'm a coward idiot. He's cop shopping. He's cop sh He wants to know if I'm working or not. <laughs> he, he's stalking me now. I need to get a stalking injunction because he's cop shopping. What they do is they call the police for help and then I get so pretentious. And I'm like, this is about me because they're calling for help. They want, what, what am I supposed to do as a police officer? try and drive over there and police the situation. They're calling because they want to know if I'm working, because they want their sh cop shopping. Like what? I don't even know what the motivation would be to see if he's working, asking, calling for help. But hey, that's a civil matter. And I'm cop shopping if you're asking Salt Lake City Police for help. Detective Shane is a coward. Rob W. Peterson's a lying lawyer. Yeah, this is all I have to show for it. Thanks so much for listening. You guys are the coolest. Good luck. Take care.